In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. In the beginning, when God began to create the heavens and the earth, the earth was complete chaos, and darkness covered the face of the deep, while a wind from God swept over the face of the waters. Then God said, let there be light, and there was light. And then God continued to create and mold and form all of creation from the dust of the universe. God created the moon and the sun, the stars and the creeping things. God created the fish of the sea, the birds of the air. And then God created you, and God created me. God said, let us make humans in our image. So God created humans in the image of God, and then God surveyed everything that God had made, and indeed saw that it was very good. This first creation story gives us a picture of an ideal world, a world where all the dust of the earth is deeply and wholly good where the dust of the earth that was once chaos and disorder, that was once void of any significance or form, was transformed and ordered into something good and holy and sacred and significant. Something that expresses the deep hope and dream God has for God's creation. And in Genesis 2, we get a different but somewhat similar story a story which tells us of how God molded the first human from the dust of the earth and breathed into that human the breath of life. A story which not only serves to connect us, our very beings, so very deeply with God's creation, but also serves to connect us to God, formed of the dust of the earth and enlivened with the breath, the spirit of God created for goodness and connection, not only, with, not only with creation, but with God as well. The problem is, living into who and what we were created to be has proven to be a bit difficult over the years. You and I both know that chaos, that that chaos that was before creation, the disordered reality that was void of any significance, that can sometimes feel like a more apt description of our reality than the wholeness and goodness and order that God dreams and hopes for us. It can feel as if our lives are full of storms and tornadoes and hurricanes that disturb and disrupt the dust of the earth. And that has a lot to do with our humanness our propensity to live out our finite lives according to our own wills of selfishness and individuality and self-sufficiency, according to the wills and expectations of the world, rather than the will and dream and hope of God. That is, we try to become like God, as Adam and Eve did, or we become jealous like Cain, or we store up earthly treasures for ourselves and cling to them so tightly that we end up walking away from God. 
And so today we emerge out of the storms and swirls of our lives, out of the clouds and darkness and gloom, to be reminded of what sin, of what following our own wills instead of the will of God does to us and to our world. We come to be reminded of how sin can corrupt and disfigure and break down the dream God once set in motion for the precious dust of the earth. We come here to be reminded that we live, that when we live according to our own wills, when we focus on storing up for ourselves treasures on earth, material goods, wealth, success, power, fame, we are in fact squandering this one wild and precious life that God gave each and every one of us. We come here today to face the reality of our mortality, to face the reality of our finitude, to face the reality of our impermanence, to be reminded that our lives are short and precious, to remember that we are dust, and to dust we shall return. But also, to remember that we can live these short lives nestled within the abundant and eternal life of the one who formed us and at our baptisms marked, marked us as Christ's own forever. We come here today to set the intention to observe a holy Lent so that we can reorient our lives once again around the God whose spirit is sweeping over the face of the earth and through the dust of creation, creating order out of chaos, goodness out of formlessness, abundance out of scarcity, and significant life out of insignificant dust. We come here out of the darkness and gloom of our lives to be reminded deep within ourselves and deep within our souls that there is something more, something different, something greater to be lived for. To be reminded that as we live this precious life as a bit more than just dust, we are called to turn away from the chaos and disorder that our world would have us worship and to the Lord the God of kindness, forgiveness, mercy, compassion, and love. We come here today to return to the Lord with all of our hearts, with all of our minds and our souls and our bodies, not just those parts of us that the world sees or the, those parts of us that we project into the world, but with our true hearts and our deep selves so that we can begin to store up and dwell within the eternal and abundant treasures of heaven that never fade away. Those treasures like love and grace and compassion, treasures that create goodness and beauty out of the chaos and disorder of our lives. We come here today and stand in this thin place, this liminal space, and allow the abundant and eternal things of heaven to touch and infuse the finite and temporary things of this world. Because it is here, in this place, that we know that even while the world may entreat us as impostors, we are living lives that are truly rooted in the reign of God. 
It is here that we know that even while some may treat us as unknown, we are in fact known and beloved by God. It is here that we know that even while some may say that we are dying, we are indeed alive in the resurrection of Christ. It is here that we know that even while the world may say that we are poor, we know that we are rich with the treasures of heaven. And it is here that we know that even while some may say that we have nothing, we in reality possess everything in this world that is really worth anything. We come here today to live this one finite life formed of the dust of the earth and destined to return to that same dust as a life lived in abundance, a life lived in the goodness it was created to be. So my friends, as we begin this season of Lent once again, I invite you to examine the dust of your lives. Let go of those things that are keeping you from God, those earthly treasures, and return and be reconciled to the God who is full of compassion and mercy. Let go of those things that are keeping you from God and allow the dust of your life to mingle with and get wrapped up with the treasures of heaven. Amen.